If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the wrap. For the week ending October 18, this is The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And we're almost at the end of the year. There's only two months until Christmas, depending on when you hear this show, and only a few days more until 2019 becomes 2020. That means companies are tidying up their stock and getting ready for the holiday shopping season, finishing their releases so you have plenty to choose from. And you know, whatever you're shopping for, you already kind of do. But since this is a technology show, let's talk about technology, or at least the things that have to do with technology. Now, some of it will be physical, and other things won't be. Disney Plus is one of those things that won't be physical but will be streamable when it launches on November 19. And when it does launch, it'll arrive with over 700 titles, much of it based on the old Disney catalogue, which includes quite a bit. Disney took to Twitter to announce most of it this week, and whether you're into Lilo and Stitch, Winnie the Pooh, Pixar, Disney, Star Wars, The Simpsons, National Geographic, old, new, it's here. The list is crazy long and includes quite a few old TV shows like Gummy Bears that you might have grown up with, or movies that have disappeared from your video store. You know, if you even still remember what a video store is. Disney hasn't said how much will actually be accessible in Australia when Disney Plus launches, because it may have to share some of those rights with other services, such as Foxtel or Stan. We're not sure if Stan will have Disney when Disney Plus launches, but you'll definitely hear about it from us if and when that changes. And changes on the cards for other things too. There are more headphones this week, as Beats refreshes its solo on-ear headphones in the Solo Pro, and they're more than just new colours. The Solo Pro are now entirely wireless, with no headphone cable at all, and they'll get noise cancelling for $430 at the end of the month. Australian brand Blue Ant also offered a pair of tiny and lightweight wireless earphones in the Pump Air 2, $170 wireless earphones that offer reasonable balance and volume, and yet need a little better battery life. And networking gear also got a bit of an upgrade this week, as both Google and D-Link made more of a move into Mesh, the former with a new version of Google Wi-Fi, while the latter, D-Link, offered an expandable Mesh kit that looks more like a traditional router. For those who don't quite get it, Mesh basically turns your Wi-Fi network into a Venn diagram, making wireless more like a Mesh at home. You'll see these by November, and we suspect they won't be alone. There's also a change in cameras this week with a new mirrorless from Olympus in the OMD EM5 Mark III, what a tongue twister. A revised take on the Olympus Compact Interchangeable, made to be splash-proof, dust-proof and freeze-proof, and with built-in image stabilization. You might not be using a dedicated camera as often as you once were, and you might prefer your phone. Don't worry, you're not alone, because phone cameras make up much of the reason we buy new phones these days. And it's not just one camera, but two or more. Big phones obviously get two or more, but they don't have to be big and expensive. You can find two cameras at the $199 mark in a Australia in the Motorola E6 Plus, which is basically a budget phone with a big battery. At the $400 mark, Nokia has a three-camera phone in a Nokia 6.2, a mid-range phone made to let you get sharp shots, portrait shots, and wide shots without having to spend up too much. And at $500, there's a new brand in Australia, Realme, offering the four-camera XT. It includes a 64-megapixel standard camera, a wide-angle camera, a portrait lens, and a macro lens for getting up close. But if you did want to spend a little more and get a flagship maybe that doesn't 
come at the same price as other flagships, well, there's one or two more on the way, and they're big ones. After numerous leaks, some of them intentional, the Google Pixel 4 and Google Pixel 4 XL are real, offering big screens, Android 10, and updates to the camera. Those updates include a second camera for Zoom, a first for Google Pixel phones, plus some improved low-light photography. Much of what else is in the Pixel 4 phones is pretty high-end, with an 8-core chip, 6 gigs of RAM, though the storage is relatively low at either 64 or 128 gigs, with no removable storage. There is an AI chip on board to help you do things like transcribe audio in real time and skip the cloud for some of the advanced processing. Here's the thing, as flagship as Google's Pixel 4 and Pixel 4 XLR, it appears to be competing on price, quite aggressively actually. While flagships are going for upwards of $1,400 this year, the Pixel 4 range starts at a little over 1000 It kind of tells you that Google is playing on price and hopes the smarts of the phone will convince people to go over. We should have our review of the Pixel 4 XL next week, but for now, you've been listening to The Wrap. Australia's fastest technology roundup. You can find out about these stories and more at therap.com.au. And this show can be found every Friday on Podcast One, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Until then, have a great week. We'll see you next time on The Wrap. Take care. Listener.